show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at HiveMindCRM.io. Hey, what's up with you, man? I'm just uh, trying to get settled into the new house and we got still lots of uh, touch-ups and unboxing and unpacking to do and beds to build. So I've just been busy for the last couple of weeks and then trying to take off some time for the holiday. So burning the candle at both ends for sure. Wow, that's amazing, man. You stay you stay moving, man. That's what I love about you. Your energy is always 1,000. <laughs> yeah, I call it the gift and the curse. <laughs> I'm always working, man. If I'm not working on physical projects, business, phone calls, emails, it just never stops, man. I got to like force myself to meditate morning and night or else I'll probably just explode or something or implode. Junior, what's going on? What's up, buddy? Hey, I like your ugly sweater that you had on, man. Thanks. <laughs> it was a beautiful sweater. It wasn't ugly. <laughs> man, that sweater was dope, man. That shit. Uh, it lit the whole room. We saw you. <laughs> he lit the whole room, man. I was like, wow. I had to turn my brightness down. <laughs> Corey, what's, so what's up, up with everybody? Is everybody working all these days? Or are people taking time off or what for the uh, for the holiday? Working, working. I'm out of town right now. I'm out of town right now. Virtual assistants got hit hard, up though. One yesterday. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, uh, my virtual assistant, she got hit hard. We got, like, that typhoon there, so we kind of slowed down as far as uh, outbound for the end of the year. So she got to do some damage control at her house. But other than that, I mean, we got we got plenty to dispo, so we're, we're moving it. We got that going. Awesome, Mike. Yeah, one of the Hive VAs, too, got hit by that typhoon. So, yeah, we just uh, just pray and send them a little Christmas bonus and hope everybody's okay. But, yeah, so far, I guess nobody got hurt, but plenty of damage and things they need to address. That's pretty bad, man. Absolutely, man. I didn't... Take care of those VAs, man. Paid time off. Give them a nice little bonus. You know, if, they're, if they help you, make sure you help them. Absolutely. Yeah, we love them to death, man. They're, they they do so much, and sometimes they're even working on like their days off, and like, oh crap! Like, so we just want to make sure they're taken care of. Like, what would we do if they disappeared? We'd be in a bad situation. <laughs> extended family, extended family. How does Max Maxwell say it? He says his VAs are not VAs. What does he call them? I know what you're talking about, but I forgot, man. 
Yeah, he has a, a some kind of magic word that he uses for his VAs. He doesn't like to call them VAs. They're like kind of like family. Man, they are. They're like partner. You know, he cut them in on the cut them in on what they do. You know, keep them motivated. I mean, like you said, I can't even imagine that. It's my first VA ever, and like, I, I, it makes me nervous even thinking about it. Like, what happens if she wanted to leave or something? It's almost like you gotta get that one in the back pocket that you know is like training that's there at you know some point, but. Um, you know, it's all about just trying to keep them happy because, like you said, man, that's like I'll keep me up at night thinking about if she ever left now after you know relying on what she does. And you know, they're great. Yeah, they're they're. Yeah, I feel bad, you know, just doing a VA or virtual assistant. They're like they're pretty much partners in the in the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, super cool, man. Super blessed to have them. I think that's part of like duplication and automating yourself is bringing in that that secondary help. I think uh, the work ethic for the most part here in America is is you know so so. But somewhere over there, if you give them a job and they, they love you to death. So we're trying to make sure that we reciprocate and make sure they stay around for a long time. It's like, imagine they've already been with us for almost a year. So then having to go back in and retrain somebody and see if there's any loyalty there, it would just be a big mess, man. Who all in here does use virtual assistants? Does, does everybody have like a go-to, like a one spot? Or do we kind of mix it up and just take recommendations? Yeah, mine on VAs are from Upwork. I got two of them. How does that work? Is it just like a flat fee for whatever they do? So yeah, we develop kind of like we develop a contract. See what price range. I typically don't go no higher than about six dollars. So I try to like, you know, we get something. We're sign like sign a kind of like a document sign on the other side, and then. I've sent them all the stuff like um, my Mojo Dollar, Hive Mind and stuff, and then we have them go from there. That's basically it. And then I pay them at the end of the week. Every Friday they get paid. So Upwork. What kind of tasks are they doing? Tasks. Yeah. What What exactly do you have them working on? Um, I have them. I have one VA building up my buyers list. So I have them just strictly calling the buyers list. And then the other one calls for about four hours, um, potential leads and stuff. And then I'll, whoever say yes, I'll, I'll call them. That's basically how I got my operation going. Yeah, I like that. I like somebody to be able to do the first touch. Um, I think that's why I don't do a whole lot of training, you know, even in the hive, like people ask to do marketing training. And I feel like if I do, if you do too many different types of marketing training, I feel like people might get confused. So I'm just like, just get me on the phone with somebody and then I'll do the, yeah. I'll do what I'm good at. <laughs> I'll take I'm, over from there. I'm more good on the acquisition side. Like I used to do the cold calling myself, but I got so burnt out, man, trying to, Hey, you know, you're interested in selling your property. No click. And it's like, you're going through like 50 no's just to get that one. Yes. So you know, as I was closing deals, I kind of developed, okay, now I hire up my cold caller, all the leads that come in and I'm trying to replace myself. That's my ultimate goal. Trying to train another upcoming VA to replace myself and just do the dispo. I tell you about how the system I'm doing, I essentially like I farmed out 99% of my real estate business. So um, I have four people, they'll take the inbound leads, I do a lot of pay-per-click and then I have four team members that take those calls. So they'll do the first touch, um, do the acquisitions, then they'll get a percentage and then whoever dispos it gets a percentage and then I'll take the last percentages. It's pretty much like a three-way split. 
but that's what I've been doing with four Hive members. And uh, I, I kind of don't even touch it at all. I'll get on the phone to negotiate to try to close big stuff. Um, and then I'll get on the phone to negotiate uh, with a buyer. If we have a buyer that's you know trying to be tough. And that's how I've been doing mine. And I almost don't have to get on the phone, maybe, you know, a couple of times a week. It's been working pretty well. So we hope to expand that once I feel like we have a, a, a model that works perfect and, you know, everything makes sense and we can kind of quantify some of the numbers, then we'll start to like share it with everybody else and see if we can start to have that model working everywhere. It's been pretty good, man. It's been a, re a really good run, you know, to be able to, to be closing deals without having to participate in them. It's been a huge blessing and that frees me up to do other stuff. That, that is a yeah. blessing man wow yeah still learning and growing but it seems to be working really well so far and the team members seem to be happy with what they're getting for, for the amount of work that they're doing so like i said so once we develop a model where we feel like it's it's running strong and yeah, then we'll try to start implementing you know at least one or two teams per each major city so still pioneering it but yeah it's very promising it's looking really good right now you you got it you got it anthony <laughs> we're running man but it doesn't work without people like you that are actively engaged and participating and helping and like i said because we're still designing this thing as we go you know so with people like you that participate and bring feedback and all that stuff you know we, we couldn't do it without you guys so we appreciate it no we appreciate you man it looks like it's 6 11 did you want to go ahead and start it yeah i, I kind of didn't have any topics to cover today like i said i've been kind of just bombarded with uh with everything i have going on so if anybody's on this call that wants to pick out a topic or something you want to chisel away at today you know we'll just kind of leave it as an open room um and just answer like do maybe a q a type thing or if anybody wants to chat about want to go into depth on one particular marketing strategy i see we got uncle carl on here uncle carl knows marketing at the back of his hand um so we got a couple pros in the room we'd be glad to just kind of chat about any subject that anybody want to just raise your hand and ask a random question or something you want to talk about any volunteers <laughs> you got anything you want to cover niger oh um, hey no, hey, are not. you posting all those little videos you've been making on TikTok? <laughs> no, I'm not posting them on TikTok. I don't even. <laughs> Dude, you should, man. That's a lot of those videos are really cool and creative. I think they'll go, they can go semi-viral. Somebody picks it up because oh, they're yeah. almost almost a little funny, but pretty cool. I really like the vibe, man. For sure, for sure. I, I'm, I'm gonna try to do it tonight. Yeah, if, if you're already making them, I would just hey, upload. Hey, you it. hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, cool, cool. I'm I'm driving to the beach. I kept trying to hit the button. I couldn't figure this out doing Zoom while I'm driving. I'm not <laughs> real good on the tech stuff, but I, I guess I like to add like some of the stuff. Share some of the stuff that's working for us is we do we do a we we look through all our data and sixty percent of our deals came from property tax delinquents. Okay, and then of those sixty percent, seventy percent we're dead people and we went after the heirs and we were looking back at, at and then we also, cause we, we're just, I just wing shit, you know, I don't, you know, but, but I'm getting some coaching going, you got to know your numbers. So I'm looking back into some of the data and then we get about another 20% from like referrals and another uh, about 15, 20%, I call, walking players is using our 
GIS system to identify double lots, triple lots, houses with land, and then we also do uh, variances. But, but by looking at the data, we're realizing we got to go after more property tax delinquents. That's where our biggest bang for a buck is coming into. And uh, uh, unless you're in, in Mecklenburg County, because I don't want any competition, I would just recommend that to everybody for the houses and the land. That's where we're seeing a lot of success. Now it's a lot of work. Us, you know, when the people are dead, we have to pull the obituaries and, you know, deal with judgments and some other stuff. But the, the profits have been huge. We just picked up a deal the other day where we bought, it was for seven heirs. It's a pain in the ass, property tax delinquent, but it's a house and it has two lots. We can subdivide two lots off it. And we got it for $40,000 plus $20,000 with the judgments we got to sort through. And we could sell the house as is for 100, 110. And then we could also sell the uh, two lots for 40 to 50,000. So that's another thing I would tell people is you know, the tax delinquents, then look for the value adds, look for the properties that you can subdivide off or um, you know, do things like that. That's where we get our big home runs is um, looking for that value, um, value add. Can you subdivide the lot? Um, and things like that. And you said tax delinquent, right? Yeah, property tax delinquent, are number one source. Are you pulling from yeah. a from a data source? Or are you pulling direct from the county? We pull direct from the county, but each county in, in, in now, well, first let me start by saying there's tax lien states like South Carolina, and then there's tax foreclosure states in North Carolina. We're a tax foreclosure state. I think Texas is too. And we just pull the data directly from the county. Um, and then some counties, we have to call and harass and get them to send us the list. And a lot of counties, you can download the list. But um, then you have to sort through them. We like to make sure there's three years or more taxes due. And um, we like to see them not paying it consistently for three years or more, because that shows a problem. But these these are the best deals uh, for us that we're seeing the biggest bang uh, uh, going after these type deals. Hey, do you work in any states that are like the like a like a redemption where they have a redemption period like Texas does? No, I want to get into Texas stuff because uh, we get a lot of requests for that, but. Um, uh, no, right now we're mainly North Carolina and we'll do a few random ones here and there, but I want to learn, I'm going to learn the rules and the laws in North Carolina, I mean, in Texas, because, uh, I know if it's people that are doing that, that, that people say they're doing really well with that there, but so there's a redemption period in Texas. Is that, uh, yes. how it works so it's, there? It's about two years. I believe what the number is. I've never come across it or had to like anybody challenge it. But yeah, once they lose it, you can buy it, uh, but you can't sell it for two years. Um, the, the seller has the right to come back and repurchase it from you with, with a, it's a pretty high interest too. I want to say it's like 10 or 12% interest or something like that. Um, so I actually did I explain think, it right. We go, we go direct to owners. We don't ever mm -hmm. buy, every blue moon we buy at the courthouse, we are skip tracing going direct to the owners. 
And that's so, I think if you get it direct to the owners, you don't have to worry about a redemption period because you're buying direct. And that's, that's where we're, that works really well to skip tracing owners and then buying directly from them or their heirs. Yeah, that would be the best way to do it is if you go direct to the, to the, the person that already owns it. Yeah, that way you buy it free and clear yep. without having any kind of weird problem that comes back on you. And then I guess another trick that people do is they just go after stuff that's two years old because then there is no redemption period on it. Like it's, it's as good as gone now at that point. Yeah, but it's, it's direct to the sellers is, is the way to go where, where we've had the success. And, you know, another thing I'll add is all these tax delinquents have other problems. They'll have judgments. And we've learned a lot of really cool things about judgments where you can buy the properties. Like we, we bought one that had a hundred, uh, about a hundred thousand dollar IRS judgment. And we, it was a house. We ended up buying it for 70,000. We kept it for four years. Then the IRS uh, judgment expired and then we sold it. And that one I think is $147,000 profit. Now appreciation helped us out a lot, but we buy properties with judgments, then we'll either wait them out, we'll buy the judgment or discount the judgment. You find a lot more problem issues when you're dealing with the tax delinquents, but you have a lot more opportunities there to, to, to make money uh, when you're dealing with judgments on properties, mm-hmm. which is a cool, cool as hell thing. We're, we're, we're learning more all the time, but we like properties. We bought several with IRS judgments that we just... Uh, hold on to the irs uh just expires oh that's pretty strong man so is that a is that a list or is this just again pulling from the county and then kind of sorting through it and see what you got in there it's 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 going after property tax delinquents but a lot of property tax delinquents have issues the judgments the irs leads things like that um so you run into that you sort of back into it does that make sense we don't target it but we we find it not fairly often, but but from time to time. Uh, does it make sense? Think about it. People that are property tax delinquent, there's a problem there. A lot of it's financial problem. It may be that somebody died, there's multiple heirs, you know, things like that. So uh, that's how we that's how we find the ones with judgments. Uh, but I would also tell people don't don't run away from a property with, with judgments because there's so many cool things that you can do. Um, depending on what position the judgments are in, um, in order, you know, you can buy a judgment, you can, uh, uh, wait for them to expire. Um, you can negotiate it down a discount. There's a lot of really cool things and people will hand over all the problems. There's another one. I think Anthony, I told you about this. It was uh, a lot we bought for $15,000. It was a property tax delinquent. It had, um, a $73,000 judgment and a $63,000 judgment. We bought the $73,000 judgment for $16,000. And then we uh, made a discount with the uh, one for 63. We got a discount to 22. And then we sold the property and we made $143,000 on that one deal. And that was started all with a property tax delinquent. That and then it turned out there was judgments, and then we said, "Look, you got this judgment, this judgment, the taxes. You know, um, how about we just give you fifteen thousand? We take care of the problems." They're like, "Sure, I'm just tired of dealing with it." And then we went to town, you know, buying the judgment, discounting the other, other, other one. 
So that's that's how you back into the properties with uh, judgments. Yeah, man, I, I love it. I think that's kind of why I don't go after, I, I usually don't go after any kind of targeted list. I like the inbound, I like pay-per-click because they're calling me and then whatever problem they have, I'm just like the doctor. Like you just tell me what you, what the yeah. symptoms are and I'll give you my diagnosis and a solution and then we'll just go from there. So kind of the easiest way to do it. But I know a lot of people have a lot of luck pulling those uh, tax delinquent lists because obviously there's a major problem there if they've let it go for a year, two years, three years, uh, there's a major problem, right? So, and then sometimes yep. I don't even know they're entitled to the money. I've heard people say, Oh, I thought we lost that property years ago already. Yep. Oh, it's still in your name, partner. <laughs> yep. Now, we want to do more. You know, we, we like the outbound, but it's a lot of work. We want to get more inbound stuff is, is, is the goal, you know, for 2022 is to change the model a little bit. Um, you know, like you said, I love, I love having people call in. Uh, and then, like you said, just solving their problems. I mean, how much money do you spend on, on, on your marketing uh, to get the in, inbound calls coming in? I'm doing low volume right now, man. So um, I couldn't even tell you how many contracts we're locking up right now or how many we have under contract. But I usually typically aim for about 2000 to 2500 a month right in there. And, and for the longest time, it was only about you know twelve to 1600 a month. Uh, but I want to say right now we got it up to like 2000 2400 like Like last month. Uh, it didn't even use up all my ad spend, right? Because we're only targeting the oh, state wow. of Texas. So my goal was to expand to like eight or 10 states that way we could bump up our ad spend, maybe to like about 3,000, something like that. But even if it's low volume, I mean, you'll get a bunch of base hits. What's that? Is that pay-per-click? Is it pay-per-click you're getting? What, how, what, it's pay-per-click and texting, right? No, it's just straight pay-per-click, man. So you just like literally wow. set up a landing page like with Carrot or HiveMind. And then you yeah. just uh, call uh, Google, like 1-800-GOOGLE, like literally just Google it, uh, Google AdWords number. And then you just tell them you want to build out a campaign for leads for, uh, you know, for buying houses and for buying land. And they'll set up everything for you. And you just, you know, throw your ad spend on it. And, you know, you just forget about it. And then you'll just start getting leads, man. And then, so instead of me having to do the first touch on the leads wow. is what I, what I did for the first couple of years, it was me, you know, I'd be in the movie theater and I just walk right out like, Hey, this is Anthony. You want to sell your land? <laughs> and it worked really well. You know, <laughs> e easy six figures a year. Uh, but now, like I said, I'm trying to push wow. to four people. So I need to get my, my volume up, my lead volume up. And it's not just necessarily about more ad spend. Now I got to cover more land. So I was looking at uh, Florida, Georgia, uh, North Carolina, South California, um, Nevada. So, uh, I'll, you know, maybe if we can chat about that, see what kind of leads you're looking for. And then maybe we can start pushing some stuff with you. If you can help us on the dispo yeah. side, that kind of stuff. Since you're yeah, on, on anything in Bedford County, the surrounding counties, we, we've got buyers for it. We, we really know the land in that area. You get further. What out, County is it? Bedford County where Charlotte is. That's okay. Charlotte. That's what we, Specialize in Mecklenburg, Gaston, you know, Mecklenburg, Gaston, um, Cabarrus, uh, and Union are, are the best. Was that? No, yeah, that's those are the best counties for us. Yeah, and, and that was the original plan is to connect with people that are already 
working in a, in a market and then just push leads there. So yeah, if we can, if we had somebody boots on the ground already that knows that area that has buyers, yeah, then if we could just start sending you our stuff and anybody on this call as well, um, if you have buyers in your area or you're pretty seasoned in your area, let us know what, where you are and uh, we'll try to start pushing some inbound leads to you and your team. Does uh, anybody have any questions? For me so far, I've been cold calling. It's been quite a bit. So, Dude, can you tell us what you've been doing right now? Uh, I kind of wanted you to jump on a Zoom sooner or later and just kind of share with what you've been doing. But, man, this guy, I, I met him at an event in Houston. As soon as I got off the stage, he just walks right up to me. Just had about a thousand questions. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, help. I help everybody out. I don't know who he is, but okay. <laughs> and then uh, randomly, he just keeps texting me and messaging me on, on Messenger. And then I said, hey, yeah, let's go after some tracks that are, you know, 500 acres, 1,000 acres around Houston. And this guy has been working his ass off. I mean, he's just been sending me deals like probably every day, every other day. Can you just tell people how you're finding these leads and, and exactly what you're doing on a day-to-day? -day? Like, what's your daily activities look like? Oh, yeah, for sure. So pretty much, so, so, so I'll start off with the daily activities, right? So I have a call at 1040. Um, no, uh, 540. So every, so like, always prepare my calls around like 10 from, from 10 to 11. That's where I do my power hour calls. I keep going. <clears throat> I don't stop and deviate to go do something else. I want to finish what I'm doing right, right in that, you know, right in that very moment. Cause those calls are kind of quite intense in the morning. Cause sometimes I'm reaching sellers when they do pick up and around like two to 4 PM. That's when I really go all out and keep going, keep dialing until I get to that one person or, or a couple people. And what I'm doing is right, like most of the leads that I got were mostly from Clear Skip or mostly from uh what else say? Oh, Langlide. That's what I'm using. And when I'm searching for certain for certain tracks, like I'm I'm mainly looking for for those for those land tracks that are mostly near near nearby the road because people want to actually go there and develop and be nearby the roads when they're driving down or wherever they're going. And I'm always dialing pretty fast. So when I see the number, I always take note of what I did, what the person said exactly, and what I said on the phone and what they said. On the are phone. you using a dialer or are you just no. dialing by hand? I just dialed by hand. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. 1,400 like acres, man, the other day. And then uh, how many acres for uh, uh, Joanne's property? It was like 100 acres. And then I have another person <laughs> who's like, he, he's, he's wanting to give, give him an offer on like, it's actually it's actually two it's actually two hundred thirty acres, but he wants to do it for the two for the two tracks, which is like one fifty six. So he's looking for an offer on that. We'll see what he wants. I don't know if he wants to sell, but I don't care if he doesn't. But um, trying to give give him an offer. So his so his land tract is like worth on the CAD. I think like what do I do the comps. It's uh oh here it is. It is seven hundred forty eight thousand for just the CAD price, and then. The real, the real after repair value is 1.5, almost 1.6 million. And he's maybe asking for, I don't know, maybe 900, maybe, maybe a million, depending on what he wants. So we'll see about that. So do yeah. you have any, have you closed any real estate deals before, like wholesale deals? I have not. <laughs> okay, guys. So this guy, okay, no wholesale transactions yet. And the small deals he's calling are a million. You know, and then some of the larger ones we're looking at now, 6 million, but that's so beautiful because that, that's really what it takes. It's like everything you've learned up to this point in real estate, 
no matter how many deals you've done, we have this like these internal biases, right? Where um, you, you say, hey, well, that deal's too big. I'm not going to go after it. The seller's asking too much. I'm not going to go after it. But here's a brand new person who doesn't, doesn't nobody's told him yet that, that you can't just go after those types of transactions. So now everything he's looking at is a million and up. He just followed directions, but the guys, I mean, he's on it. He's working. I don't ever have to call him and check and say, hey, did you make your calls today? He's just crushing it every single day, skip tracing, getting people on the phone. He's answering. And then another thing, too, I wanted to commend you on is if he says, hey, I'm going to call you at three, he calls you at 259. Never misses. Not once ever does he make an excuse and say, oh, I got busy. You know, I was with the kids or whatever. The dude's just working. He's just working and working and working. And, and how much do you think you've spent on marketing so far in the last month or, or two months that you've been working on this campaign? Zero. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then the good thing is like when I, when I was like skip tracing most of these properties from, from Langlide, I happened to get a call out of nowhere from my, from an agent from ClearSkip giving, offering me to help me with some leads, like 500 to a thousand leads. And that's where I got that. Like, Camouflage 1400 acres, which is what, which is, which is, which is doing it too. Huh? What was that? What market are you targeting as far as doing your campaigns? Uh, most of the counties that I'm targeting are Wharton County, Brazoria County, Colorado, Jackson, uh, Austin, etc. Brazoria, Victoria, everywhere. Doesn't matter. Shit, man, I have to get you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like um, when I was basically skip tracing leads, it's like this guy just wanted to help me out of nowhere and he just skip traced all of them. I was like, oh shit. What are you saying? So, measure? I said, I'm gonna have to get you a dollar, get okay. you a dollar or something, man. Dude, so there it is right there, man. No excuses at all. Zero dollars spent on marketing, just pure hustle dialing, skip trace, all the stuff that we've been telling everybody to do for like a year. I want to say that maybe Elizabeth and yourself, man, are the, are the two most fierce people that I've ever seen that just said, you know, as soon as you just give them like 60 seconds worth of programming, like get out of the way, watch this. And dude's just working and working and working. And he has no excuses about how much time he doesn't have or how much money he doesn't have for marketing. The dude is just working and working and working. And I bet you his first deal is like a hundred grand plus at least and it's just from just having having that strong work ethic and it has nothing to do with, you know, no limitations in his mind. He's too brand new to have any limitations in his mind. So I can't wait to uh, to, to get on one of these calls and let everybody know that we got that first big deal. But yeah, man, just I, I just kind of wanted you to come on here and tell us all what you're doing, because it's like we could say it and it sounds good in a Facebook post. But until you actually talk to the person. Uh, there's really no way to tell. Like, is this real? Are these guys kidding or not? So if, if, does anybody have any questions for Chris about what he's doing at all? Working multi-million dollar deals with zero budget. I hope somebody yeah, has questions for him. So are you, are you are you using like, Landglide? Is that what yeah. you're doing, did you say? Yeah, Landglide, I'm mostly using that. And when I was when I was in the process of just skip, skip tracing, like just some of the deals, like one of the agents just started seeing a lot of a lot of activity from me a lot of getting like skip chasing properties giving him giving back and it was like two three two, two three like sheets of like 60 plus leads just on there basically i put like uh how i how i basically like uh organize my list is that i put the i put the county first then the parcel number person's first and last name their mailing address then their uh, 
their city and state, then their zip code, then the actual land, and then, hold on. Yeah, and then, then basically their company name or their address, I'll put that in there and skip trace it anyway. So Are you finding out huh? why they want to sell? Like, you yeah. know, once you start talking to them, try to find out their motivation. Yeah, of course. So let's say, okay. so let's say I, I'm always on the phone when I say, hi, this is just Chris. And you want to say, and before you say anything else, you want to pause. Because they'll, they'll be thinking about what you just said. You want to say, is now, is now a bad time? You want to say it like that. Therefore, they kind of like pause a little bit. It's like, huh? Who's this, who's this person? Then they want to respond. Then you want to go into, hey, like, I was just calling to see if you wouldn't be open to look at any possible hidden gaps in the land that you own and how you could be overpaying back taxes. And sometimes they would like kind of correct you, but you'll get that one person that will, will correct you and still go into wanting to see if they're concerned about selling. It just depends on the person, really. I like that, man. That's cool. Because when you're using like um, Socratic selling, you don't you don't want to be pushing the person. They're just like you. They're no different. They just think differently and they live differently. That's it. Most people think that oh, oh we're not oh we're not in you know equality. Like I spoke to that person who was in hundred acres in a El Campo. I actually met her a few days ago, actually last week. And her brother was talking about some, some crap about, oh, we're not equal. It's like, if we're not equal, then how are we supposed to live together? It doesn't make any sense. So when you speak to these people, you, want, you really want to see what they're trying to say. And if they don't answer, send them a text. Say that, hey, you want to say, hi, this is just, you want to say, hi, this is just your name, your first name. You don't want to see your last name. Then you put, and then you put a comma. Then you put, is now a bad time? Question mark. Then you leave it alone. Come back to it later. A week later, come call them back if you want. But I wouldn't, but I wouldn't recommend bombarding them. So that's how, that's what I do. That's and then when they, when they do call back, you still want to search for their number. You don't want to call back right away because if there's so much in the spreadsheet, you you still want to locate their number and see where it's at. I think that's probably the most powerful sales question that I've never thought of and I have never used. It's now a bad time. <laughs> yeah. That's going to engage anybody. It's, 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 uh, it's harmless. Uh, you know, it, it, uh, it invites them into a conversation and it's super, super powerful, man. So you, you, did you learn that from a book or something? Yeah, it's, it's a book called uh, Never Split the Difference. And then if you really want to learn some, some sales, te sales techniques, like this is really good. It's called NEPQ, Neural Emotional Persuasion Questions by Jeremy Miner. It's really good. It's, it's, it's like, it's like you're, you're selling to, to a different person in a new age. It's like, it's not 1950 anymore. No one needs to be pressured to say yes. They need to be sold in the best way. What different was that book called again? It's called, it's called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. And if you wanna get like another book as well, which is really good by Kevin Daly, which is a D-A-L-E-Y. It's called Socratic Selling. And if you want to learn like advanced selling, it's uh, called NEPQ. You, you, you can search it on, on uh, YouTube. It's by Jeremy Miner. How do you keep track of, I mean, if you're sending text manually and you have a big list, um, how do you, if you're not using uh, like a, I guess you're not using a CRM type um, uh, 
software to keep track or, or how do you keep track of you know uh, of all the uh, text are you just doing this on your personal phone yeah do on my personal phone and then let's say um when i do go back to it i'm always writing notes when, when i when i skip chase the numbers right i'm always putting in the notes of my spreadsheet because so, you, so, you, so your so your crm is a, is a maybe an excel spreadsheet yeah that's it for now but i'm still looking to learn more of how to use uh the high mind serum because I'm still new to it. So, so I'm still using this for now. So let's say when I write by the number, I'm always putting like called and sent text at this day. Let's say it's 12, 27, 21. I put that there, call and send text. Or I called and left voicemail. And then let's say when the person does call back, I don't answer right away. Don't be needed to answer a person right away because you may not know where it's at automatically. But if you have the high mind serum, then you'll know who exactly who's calling. So and when you address, when, when you make the first text and you send out, you, you, did you, do you mention the seller's name? Uh, when you no. say it's now a bad time, you just say- no. You just hide you say it. who you are, that's it. And it's now good, okay. And you mentioned you're using Landglide. Um, so are you like just, I, I, I don't have a, um, a subscription to Landglide. So I'm trying to get a feel for how you locate the seller. So you just like uh, look at parcels and just identify vacant ones and then skip list. I'm uh, no, sorry, skip trace it. How do you, yeah. how do you find that list? So, so, so to the list that I'm mostly identifying is mostly, let, let's see, let's see for example, you're looking for Land, on Landglide, right? Yeah. And you want to see, how you want to, let's say if you don't have access to Hiveline, then use your, your, use your Google Sheets. Okay. So you always want to locate it as a parcel ID first. That's where you locate it. So you're visually looking at, at, at Landglide and identify a vacant parcel. And then uh, you yeah. see it's a vacant parcel and that's all you're looking for. It's a vacant parcel. And, yeah. and, and you just pull the info for that vacant parcel, put in your spreadsheet, skip trace it, and then contact the seller. Yeah, that's right. And you're doing this all through your phone, like you're going back and forth. Uh huh. So, what can you not download the list from Landglide, like in the spreadsheet format, and then skip trace it there? No, you can't. You cannot. Okay. And if you try, then if if anyone knows the way, then you're more welcome to share. So you, what you're doing, I mean, what I'm hearing you doing, and and of what little I know out there, I mean, there's a lot of tools out there and a lot of stuff that's available maybe for a small fee that'll save you a bundle of time i mean from what you're telling me i mean looking physically looking at the computer screen and identifying you know scrolling around here and there and, and identifying vacant parcels and then kind of writing them down in a spreadsheet and then skip trace that um you know very manually uh, like that it, it seems a little um it's working for you of course but i'm, I'm just saying um it seems a little um uh, a little time consuming yeah it is because like if you if you can really understand the information then you can process it because there, there are certain tools that i use from from what yusuf and i use it's called techno tutor so this tool is very effective to the point where you can really program yourself for success it's like kind of like if you've, if you've seen the movie limitless or uh what is it or, or the matrix if, you, if you've ever seen those movies like these people are like being programmed or, and are in the system to do different things and, and at different levels. 
And people say that, oh, you can program yourself to do things by yourself. Yeah, you can, but it'll take you forever. It'll take you hours to do anything. So this is how I'm mostly just plowing through the resistances of doing all these calls. Because when a person is trying to curse you out and say all these things, they're just saying out of irrationality. They don't know what they're saying. They don't know why they're saying it. That's why you got to question why they're saying behind what they're saying. So, so when the when you contact the seller, and um, so you after after I guess after the seller respond after you say you know um, hi this is just uh, Chris, and he says uh, who are you, or what do you want, or something like that. So how do you come back? So 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 so, so, so here's how I would say, it. yeah sure it's not a problem. So so before going to who I am and all that kind of boring stuff, um, I was just calling to see if if you wouldn't be open to looking at any possible hidden gaps about the property that you own and how it could be causing you to have potential stress. You want to see it in a very skeptical way to the point where they'll be like, oh, what is this? What's this all about? And then it just depends on the person, but I would just say like, if you wouldn't be open to look at any possible hidden gaps in the property that you own on this address. Hidden gaps, you say? Yeah. Any, like, like any but possible you, hitting, like you want to say any possible hitting gaps, any possible. You, you don't mention anything about selling. No. Asking if they want to sell. Right, because that's a trap. You're, you're saying, the, oh, like, oh, like you want the person to say yes. Oh, like, because they're very guarded about their property. How many freaking acres they have. If it's 300, 1400, whatever. Depends on the person, really. But it just depends on how you voice your words. And how you like voice them and how they sound and it, so it, it, i'm just it, thinking it, whether, whether it's in like an uptick or, or downtick just so I'm, I'm just thinking from a seller's perspective you know someone contact me out of the blue and he says hi this is chris and i says who is this and you ask me something about um gaps in my property i'm gonna say what the heck are you talking about uh, what do you want or you know something like that i'm going to be i'm going to probably become not hostile but a little more uh, annoyed at this point in time because you're texting me out of the blue and you're not identifying yourself you're not you're asking me um you know a, a obscure um uh questions about my property and so um so uh, i'm just trying to get a feel for how you get to the point uh, to discuss the property with the seller yeah. Okay. So what, what, what do you want me to say? So, I mean, you, you know, the, the seller says the seller, well, you, you said, you mentioned something about, you know, um, are you, are you, um, have you thought about, um, you mentioned in the text, you know, have you thought about hidden gaps or something like that about the property? No, or, I didn't or, say that, but putting it in a text. Oh, okay. You, so you have to get the seller onto the phone now. Yeah. So how that's, do you do? That's I mean, objective, how, but you never right. want to say, you never want to say any possible hidden gaps in a text. You want to okay, get them so, on the phone. You, so you, want lead, you want to lead, hold on, hold on. Right. You want to lead them in. You're saying, hi, this is just your name, then mm -hmm. comma, is now a bad time, question mark. Right. So they say, who are you? How, how do you get them to switch from the text to the phone? You do the same in text because you don't want to rush them on the phone. Right. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, but I'm still I'm still uh, at the point where uh, the, the the seller, me as a seller, says, you know, who are you? What do you want? So, what's your response to that? So, so yeah, I, I would say I would say yeah, sure, it's not a problem. Um, before going to who we are and what we do and all that kind of boring stuff, um, I was just I was just calling to see if you wouldn't be open to 
look at any possible hidden gaps in the property that you own in. No, but you, you're, what you're saying now is you're already in the phone. I, I'm saying- yeah. I say just, the same thing in text. But you just mentioned okay. that you're not going to say that in the text, right? No, it depends on the person. I see. It doesn't, it's, it's not set in stone. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I was just, I was just, I mean, uh, I was just trying to get a feel for how you, how, you know, how you walk through the whole texting to the call and yeah. then getting to the land discussion and all of that. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. You get the detail, but you, you're not to understand what I'm saying. A little bit step by step. I know you want to constantly interrupt, but that's okay to get more context. I appreciate that. I really see, see what I'm trying to say so I can help you understand. So you can do the same in or, or in your way or best way. So you can get that deal. Is that okay? Yeah, sure, sure. Appreciate okay. it. All right, anybody have any other questions they wanna say? Um, Kenny, Corey, Martinez. Hey, I see Cesar just joined the party. What's going on, Cesar? I gotta take this call real quick, but I'll still be on. What's up, my Jerry? How you doing? How's everybody doing? Doing good, man. What you got going on? I'm actually trying to figure out a business name for my Google page. So I can get set up on that is what I've been working on for last hour or so. But um, absolutely, I love that Google My Business. I mean, that, that's a great thing to to get set up. You know that that simple thing where they send the the four digit thing to your house and you can get it there and start getting reviews. I, I think that that could be a great tool. So I, I think that's a great idea for something to get set up. I, th I think it'll help. Um, I think I'm just making too big of a deal out of it. Just for the last hour, I've just been searching the Google name versus the domain versus if the LLC is available too. trying to get that three piece, if that makes sense. But, um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I hear you. And I understand, like, I, I kind of did that at 1.2. And I think personally, the LLC is not something you need to worry about um, being in line with everything else. Um, you can, but I don't think that's something that has to be done. Um, but the, I, I think obviously domain, you, you know, you want something catchy. I, I have a, a buying side and a selling side, which I think is good to do is separate the two. Um, people have different opinions about that. But um, my my buying side uh, when I go to sellers is uh, NVK land investors, so it's nothing special. But um, definitely got the Google my my business. It's kind of uh, I don't know. I, I feel like some of those catchy names, if you, you get too cute with them, you know, they might look unprofessional. So you know, it's kind of a balance right. between like uh, something that's catchy, that's good, that's strong, that also professional at the same time. It's not like you know, like happy face land buying, you know, crew or something like that. And then. Um, <laughs> On the selling side, I think I like the selling side to be like a little bit more, uh, you know, on the catchy side. I have qualityvacantland.com. So those are two I've done. And I did Google my business with both of those. Try to get people to give you reviews because just when you're talking to people, they're going to Google you if you're saying, oh, my, I never actually give away like what my business is when I'm talking to sellers until we get to a certain point. But when I do send letters out and I'm like, oh, NVK Land Investors, and they could Google me, they can see that I 
15 five star reviews and uh you know just i think it helps a lot just with credibility in general yeah i i totally agree on that so um yeah i'm hoping to have it figured out by tomorrow and just keep on moving you know what i mean don't want to spend too much time on it so Susan, i have a question how are you building your landing page are you building through the hive mind or what's your so um like novak i'm going to be doing two pages one with the hive mind and one with a uh, a separate party so um yeah that's how i'm doing it's still in the beginning beginning phases i haven't really started them i'm just trying to get the domain and Google my business to stuff up first before I get the site. Okay. Anybody have any questions? Um, they want to ask, feel free. Anybody been driving for dollars lately? I feel like everybody should have a driving for dollars because if you're in your vehicle and you're going anywhere at all and you're not at least just looking around you, you're driving by, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars every single day. Um, we're moving into a, a new area, not a brand new neighborhood, but a new new house for us. And uh, I didn't even realize there was a vacant house on my street. My wife saw it today. She's like, hey, look, that house is empty. <laughs> like, Oops. Right. So. I think everybody should have a driving for dollars app on your phone. And um, I say, instead of making a list and then promising yourself what you're going to do with it later on at a future date, uh, my philosophy is just pull over and call it right there on the spot, you know, and uh, driving for dollars leads for the most part, they're not on any list anywhere. So nobody's calling those people. So if you see an abandoned property or vacant property, it's worth at least taking five minutes out of your day, 10 minutes out of your day to just give them a ring and see what's up with it. You're not being intrusive, you know, it's just, it's an abandoned property. There's a major problem here. So if you just pull over for 10 minutes, give them a ring and see what's up. Man, so, I've been taking uh, different routes to daycare just to do this because it, it's crazy. You know, like every, every which way I go, I come across two properties and, and I don't have a driving for dollars app and I should, but it, it's always like I'm driving, I, I like snap a picture or, you know, like do a, <laughs> on Google maps where I'm at. So I can remember to look at it when I get home. But it, it's funny, like, you know, just driving around looking for that tall grass. I, you know, I don't even do houses, but if I see one, I'm taking mental note of it. I'm not going to let an opportunity pass. So, you know, start collaborating with people locally in your area that are investors that buy those houses, if that's not something you do. And, you know, just build that network. You see those, take mental note of them, get these people on the phone. And, uh, you know, there's always an opportunity. So, you know, just keep your eyes peeled. And like I said, man, I'm, I'm taking a new route to daycare every day and finding a new property. So, is anybody using Langlide by chance? That's all I use. That's the only driving for dollars app I use. And I just call it that because uh, it shows you who the property owner is right away. It shows you their mailing address within three seconds. So, then you just take that mailing address, go to True People Search, you know, or similar, type in that, that mailing address. And then usually the number's right there. You give them a call, uh, the number's just connected, call the next number. Yep. And then uh, as soon as they don't answer, like if I know it's a good number, I'll immediately text that number and I'll say, hey, I'll even send them a picture of the house and, and, and the address. 
uh, I'll screenshot the landing light and send it to them. Like, hey, do you know who owns this house? That's my aunt's house, but she'll never sell it. Like, if you can give me her number, you know, uh, I'd appreciate it. Oh, I don't have her number handy right now. I'm like, hey, if I end up buying this house, I'll give you a thousand bucks. Here's her Facebook, but don't tell her I send it to you. <laughs> thousand bucks jog somebody's memory, you know? So if you're, if you're not at least looking around while you're driving around, golly, I mean, it's wasted money. Yeah, take a crack at it. We drive by them almost every day. How do you like the new update in Langlide, man? It used to be faster where you can just drop a pen, drop a pen, but now it's like you drop a pen, it tells you to tag it, write some notes, and then press save. Like, I feel like it's slowing down now. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it would be good to put some notes on it. You know, say, hey, you know, whatever the name of it is, if somebody sent you the lead, tag it with something. Right. Because I promise you, by the time you have 900 properties you looked at, you're not going to remember nothing about them. Right. And then I think we lose more deals from data and information that we already have that we don't properly utilize um, than not having enough data or enough information to get deals. I think we flush a lot of the data we have mentally just by forgetting about it. So I, I think tag everything. You know, if you're driving to HEB or you're driving to Walmart. You know, you, you, that's what your tag says. Your tag says uh, driving to Walmart over by my cousin's house, you know, or whatever it needs for you to jog your memory so that you remember where that property is. What's your magic number for stopping for driving for dollars? I usually stop at 100 before I hit the house. Before you hit what? I usually stop, you know, the driving for dollars when I have 100 properties tagged. I mean, you know, pin down. So I, I was saying, what's your, what's a good number? Do you do like 25, 50? Um, I don't keep track of it that way, man. I just keep stacking them and stacking them and stacking them. Yeah. And, and I, do I don't one. know. I, I don't, saw one. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah. And, and I'm not driving around for like eight hours trying to find 25 or hundred properties, but just in your day-to-day -day living, like just whatever you're doing on, you don't have to change anything. Like I said, just running to the store, running to a friend's house, you know, just running errands, just keep your eyes peeled. And then the more you keep your eyes peeled, the more you'll start to recognize those properties. You know, you'll start to drive by them and you're not even looking for them. And then they start jumping out at you just because you train your brain to find them. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. We're coming up on that one hour mark, guys. So if anybody has anything in closing or any questions or anything you'd want to cover real quick, I'm happy to hang out for a few more minutes after the hour. But if anybody doesn't have anything, we're getting to the end of the call. I know everybody's still in holiday mode because I am. <laughs> for sure. Now, I mean, I got all my questions answered, man. Just uh, great to see you guys, you know, on this Monday call. Absolutely, man. Great to connect. It's crazy that we're missing coach today, man. What's going on? I'm telling you, man, everybody's still in, in, in holiday mode. We got family over. Right, should we even have the calls right now? Is anybody even going to come? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm glad to see that there's still people just as mad as I am. I'm a mad scientist over here, still working, still interested, still loving the game. 
And I usually take the last uh, two weeks of the year off and the first week of the, the new year. So I usually take about three weeks off a year. And uh, for some reason this year, I, I couldn't switch it off this year. It's, it's just been a heck of a year. It's been fun. Yeah. Because we're going to hit 2022 running, man. We're going to hit that hard. <laughs> like January is like January for us, it's just going to be absolutely nuts. Like everything has just been culminating from the last like month and a half. It's all going to hit hard in January. So, yeah, same thing. We're taking like a week and a half off here to kind of reassess, get everything organized, you know, go strong, especially with the VA and uh, having, you know, the, the weather issues over there. But yeah, coming into 2022, ha, here we go. <laughs> I feel the momentum, man. It's like it, it's been building up for so long. It's like, how can you shut this machine down now? There's no way to shut it off. It's growing out of control. So, yeah, man, we're ready. Yeah, we're ready to hit it. Uh, I'm going to get with Evan and, and another guy, and we're going to start a massive texting campaign, right or wrong. Um, so I don't recommend anybody does anything without, you know, first assessing the risk. But, yeah, we're going to freaking – we're just going to blow it up with text. I know Shariah says he, he plans – his goal is to send out a million texts this year, dude, 2022. So there's going to be some deals to be had. <laughs> a million texts. One guy. So if anybody wants to come to that call. I don't know what he's doing, but we're going to we're gonna kind of follow his lead. So it's going to be me and Evan. Okay, I'll make sure we get you an invite. If anybody wants to get on there, just send me a message or a text or something. And it's going to probably be me, Evan Schreier, and uh, one other guy is actually moving down from Montana to san antonio so he can start working hand in hand with evan and uh we're gonna lead the way man but we're gonna torch it we're gonna try to start out january with just a whole ton of contracts like you said we're just gonna go into this year with just a ton of momentum and then after that i mean i think you can kind of ride the wave into the year and the rest will be history so i'll make sure i, I, I tag you guys on that one just to kind of see what direction he's going to take and how he's going to set that up but when is when is that get together going to be we didn't even name it yet man um we're just planning on, on jumping on the phone, maybe like the third or the fourth um, to see what he's planning on doing. And we're just going to just kind of ride on his coattails. We're not going to work his campaign with him, but we're going to see how he's going to structure it. So yeah, just ping me and I'll, I'll put us in a, in a group to see what the heck's about to happen here. What, what, I'm ex- what city is he, is he in or is he somewhere else? Yeah, he's in Houston. Um, and I know he's going to work at least Houston, but I'm sure he's probably going to get into uh, other Texas cities with that size of campaign. I would imagine. Let's go. <laughs> I love the Let's get it, gentlemen. All right, man. Well, uh, ladies, I appreciate everybody for being on here. It was super, super fun. Glad to see everybody when we're all in a switched off mode, still hungry, still, still learning the game and, uh, same for me. If anybody needs me for anything, man, just call me. Uh, I'm still working. I'm in and out of phone calls. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to shut down, but it's just not going to happen this year. So if somebody's ready to work, I am too. But I appreciate everybody being on here. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And uh, I look forward to speaking with everybody soon. All right, Anthony. Thanks. It's everybody. the hive, baby. The hive, baby. <laughs> All right, Anthony, man. Good to see you, man. Hi. Have a good night, y'all. Appreciate I appreciate it. everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And I hope everybody has a great new year. If I don't see y'all before then. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from, and you can mix and match any list or criteria. 
We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The list guys are here to save you time. Contact the list guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.1listguys.com. 